Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. Hello and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert podcast where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Hello everybody and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert podcast. Today I am delighted to be joined by the lovely Lindsay from Oris dance and we're going to be talking all about mental health and dancing and the benefits that you can have as a parent and your children can have through dance so hello Lindsay how are you? Hi Carla I'm good thank you thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have you on here um, Lindsay so tell us a little bit about you if you don't mind. No problem so yeah I'm Lindsay Downard Um, I've been dancing all my life as a hobbyist um, and yeah, I got to uh, late teens and did some teaching qualifications. I uh, didn't want to go down the professional route, but did want to teach. Um, and then in 2007, a friend and I, Zoe, I've got to mention Zoe, uh, my partner, um, we opened Doris Dance together. And when you said that you wanted to talk about mental health, I thought that's a really good topic for us because the ethos behind opening Doris Dance Um, was to create a really relaxed, fun environment for children to dance in. Um, So I think as children ourselves, um, we had often come across dance schools that felt very regimented, very strict. Um, You know, unfortunately, some of that still goes on today. We've we've seen in the media recently um, the stories around British gymnastics and, you know, things getting a little bit heated there and, and children being treated not so very well. Um, So for us, it was important to create an environment where the dance, you know, is still the main part of the school, but it's almost secondary to the fun and the community feel, um, you know, which is the most important thing for us. 
I love that because as a as a child, it's just so nice to be able to express yourself without actually worrying about what you look like. And, you know, we we do that enough later in life, don't we? So it's so nice that children can do yeah. that. And then um, my partner Zoe, she, um, partner at the dance school, I should say, um, we um, came up with the name Auris. She came up with it. Um, and it actually means expression in Latin. So we thought, you know, again, um, and it's kind of, you know, dance is accessible to anyone. Come, come and express this dance. Um, and it is. So what's, what? sorry, Lindsay, what, what's the youngest people have come with their little ones to your dance class? For many years, it was children started around three or four. Um, and then about two years ago, we opened Little Oris, which is an arm of the main dance school. Um, but Little Oris is specifically for toddlers and preschool. And we thought it'd be really nice to open it up to an even younger audience um, to help, firstly, with the transition when they go into what we call the main school. So once they're sort of four and onwards. Um, but Zoe and I are both parents now. Um, Zoe's got a seven-year-old boy. Uh, I've got a three-year-old girl. And through going to um, parent and baby classes ourselves, we thought, how nice would it be if we could offer something for, for the children in our community um, you know, new new mums in our community. Um, so that's what we did. So we've now got children from toddling, really, so from around 20 months oh, that come along. So cute. Oh, it's so lovely. I took my little girl to a dance class um, for the first time. She's only two. Um, the weekend just gone. And, you know, she absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Oh, it's just so lovely. And it's a good way to get them into um, dance as well. I bet a lot of them end up following on and, and you know, carrying on with you guys if they really enjoy it. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, we're super lucky. We do have quite a long tenure with most of our students, really. Um, we've just said goodbye to Ruby and Grace. So Ruby and Grace have been with us since they were three. They've just gone off to university. So, um, yeah, it's it's lovely to, to build those sort of long-lasting relationships with them. Um, and, yeah, we hope that some of the one and two year olds that we've got with us now you know hopefully they'll be with us for many years to come as well oh that's so nice such a community feel yeah. that I love that so so Lindsay what um in terms of dance then what developmental milestones can parents expect their babies to achieve through dance classes yeah I mean obviously loads yeah you know we all know the mental yeah. be uh, health benefits of dance for any age so you know from the release of endorphins to improved memory to confidence and community and bonding you know self-esteem the there's so many things that can be gained from doing something like dance um but for babies in particular um our classes are designed to stimulate both physical and cognitive development so parents can expect milestones like improved motor skills or improved rhythm, things like balance. Um, and then from, you know, a cognitive development um, point of view, things like increased social social interaction. Um, you know, our, our group in, involves activities which encourage communication and cooperation. Again, you know, it, it prepares children for going into a classroom environment when they're a little bit older. Um, we quite often see that the first week or two, you know, it's completely normal for a child to just cling to mum or dad um, or just watch from the sidelines. And we're fine with that. We let them do what they're comfortable with. But you can guarantee within two, three, four weeks, they're in there in the centre of it all. So it's, it's really nice to see that confidence building as well. 
Oh, that's so nice. And I bet it's really beneficial for the parents as well, because, you know, it can be pretty lonely being a parent, especially, you know, if you're on maternity leave or one of the other parents might be working. And it's like, oh, well, and people get nervous, don't they, going to classes. Um, but they're so friendly, the environment's in them. And you can meet some amazing friends, can't you, through through going to Absolutely. classes. Absolutely. And we've seen it happen. I mean, I know some of ours go for coffee together now. I know they, they go to each other's um, children's parties and things like that. It, it does create friendships. Um, and I think it gives parents confidence as well when they see that they're bringing their children along and they can witness the development in their own child. You know, it, it makes them feel, okay, I'm doing something right. Um, and then equally, if they're interacting with other parents that are struggling with certain elements, you know, we, we know being a parent is tough. There's things that aren't easy, but to see others are going through those similar scenarios as well it helps I think I think so because I think I mean I do talk about this quite a bit but on social media everything's so perfect sometimes and you you've got to remember that we're all showing what we want people to see so this morning I had a bit of a meltdown because my little boy wouldn't get ready for school and you know but I, I don't put that on social media but it happened you know and that's real life and it, and I think that's it like what you said when people go to baby groups and have chats with parents it's nice to actually hear that someone else is also going through a similar situation or they're not sleeping that great and things like that. Not nice to hear, but it makes you feel a bit like, oh, it is normal. It doesn't have to be picture perfect all the of time. Of course, and I think even if you do have one of those bad mornings, I mean, our, our classes run on a Saturday morning. Um, and, you know, if you've had a bad start to the day, you then get into the class and you interact with others and you put some music on and, you know, the world seems a better place again. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. So, so with your classes, then what what age group do you cover? Um, obviously, you start very young. What what age group do you go right up to? Then uh, our oldest dancer at the moment, so we go all the way through to adults, and our oldest one is in their late seventies. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah, again, our philosophy so nice. on opening was um, we wanted to make dance accessible to everybody, and I, you know, I think we're, yes. we're pretty close to achieving that. Um, certainly in terms of age anyway. And can you offer any tips or advice that parents could use at home um, when it comes to dance? Yeah, I mean, you know, I always say what we do in the class doesn't stop when you leave class. Um, you know, there's, there's stuff that we do in class that parents can take home and, and do with their children in the living room. You know, I dance around the kitchen with my little one when we're baking or getting dinner ready or, you know, th there's always things that you can do at home to make it fun. Um, even just, you know, sometimes I struggle to exercise. I enjoy exercising. And when you've got a little one with you, it's so hard to fit trips to the gym and things in. But, you know, sometimes we'll sit down on the floor and we'll do some stretches that we've done at dancing, you know, make it into a bit of a game, do it together. So, yeah, I think there's plenty of things you can do at home. Yeah, that's great. That's so nice. And uh, have you got any feedback or testimonials from parents that have shared ways that they've seen positive benefits from dance classes, your dance classes? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Everything that I've talked about before, all of those benefits we, we've seen in real life, they're all true life. Um you know, parents saying that they've seen their children's confidence come on, um, seen their social interactions develop, um, motor skills improve, you know, all of that is, you know, it, it happens. 
That's amazing. It sounds so good, your classes. So can you tell us a little bit more about what type of dance you guys do and um, a little bit more about how people can find you as well? Yeah, so we're um, a stage school dance. So we practice um, ballet, tap and modern. Um, we do um, annual exams. So we're really proud of our 100% pass rate. Um, children do an exam at the end of each year and then the work that they've learnt in that exam we showcase in a summer show every July um, and we do that at the St Helens Theatre Royal. Um, we're based in St Helens in Merseyside um, we're affiliated with the Allied Dancing Association that's also um, a northwest based organisation um, so they're really supportive um, like I say they provide examinations but also teaching qualifications and things as well that we've got some of our own students through in fact two of our teachers that work with us now are ex-students they've gone all the way through the ranks um, they got their teaching qualifications and Ellie and Rachel better give a shout out to them are with us every week yeah. oh wow that is so good so so what made you decide to move into the dance world yourself then it was it that you've always done dancing and you just kind of thought I'm gonna go for it always done it um yeah like I say got teaching qualifications in my late teens um and I think what what makes Aurus unique is there's five of us that teach so I've, I've mentioned Zoe Ellie Rachel we've also got Angela who's um she's an ex-parent her son came for many years he was another one that was about three when he started went all the way through through the school and then left to go to college at 17, 18. So yeah, um, she's now come on as part of the team because she's a um, special needs TA. So, you know, she she really helps us out um, with all the children. She does a lot of one-to-one -one with anybody that's struggling or got extra needs. So yeah, what uh, we're a bit unique at Auris Dance in that all of the teachers have got um, other careers. So we've all got jobs through, throughout the week. And then Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday evenings are our adult classes and then Saturdays we spend the whole day at the dance school. Um, so yeah, it, it's just, it sounds a little bit cliche and a bit cheesy, I suppose, but it was just the passion of it. We all got these teaching qualifications. We all got to an age where, you know, most people would drift away because they're busy with work and families and whatever. We just didn't want to stop. And as I said at the start, we'd witnessed a lot of schools where, we just didn't like the atmosphere. We found that, you know, parents often found them a little bit too regimented. And don't get me wrong, if you want your child to be on the West End by age 10 or you want to get them into the Royal Ballet or something like that, of course, they're going to need a very structured dance education for many, many hours a week. But at the other end of the scale, there's a lot of children that we were coming across that are just hobbyists like us and just want to do an hour a week for fun without all the stress, you know, Again, as we said at the beginning, children have enough stress at school and, you know, just the, the fast pace of life in 2024. We wanted to create something a little bit different that was just purely hobby, an hour a week and great fun. It sounds so good. And do you find dancing helps your mental health? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've all, we've all had our down moments and things, but you know, you get up on a Saturday morning. I mean, sometimes, you know, if it's dull and rainy and cold, the last thing you want to do is get up after a week of getting up for work and get in your car and go out again to dancing. But I can guarantee 
the second that you walk into the hall and you mix in with all the children and you put some music on, like your mood is just instantly lifted. Um, so it's funny you say that about music because we um, we've just started putting the radio on in the morning and I know that sounds ridiculous, but there's something about music that just make everything a little makes everything just feel a little bit more joyful in the morning and everything just seems to run a bit better when there's a bit of background music I like smooth myself but um but yeah it it really does make a difference doesn't it, does, it? and you know that's a huge benefit of dance you know we all know that exercise has you know got pos- positive connotations with mental health well dance is music plus exercise you know, there's, there's always some music, especially the kind of dance that we do. It's all the stage stuff. So, you know, you, you're belting out songs from musicals and things like that. It's great. Love that. That is so good. The thing is, as well, it's like, I mean, I get quite exercise wise. I get a bit bored of going to the gym. I'm not really, I, I'll go for a run or whatever. But if someone said you could just stick a song on, you know, and just dance away when no one could see you. I would absolutely. I mean, you can do that, can't you? And sometimes it's easy to forget that we've got access to those things in our house that are going to make us feel yeah, good. Absolutely, yeah. Just throw some music on and, yeah, dance like no one's watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, you want to see me dance. It needs to be no one watching, honestly. When I've when I've had um, a glass of wine with my friends, actually, uh, I seem to think that I've, ha- I've got great rhythm, um, but I haven't. But, you know, it's all about having a bit of fun, yeah, isn't it? it? And that's the main part. We always say our best choreography comes after a glass of wine as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet. So, um, Lindsay, it's been so lovely to have you have you on here and learn all about your amazing company. I love it. I love the sound of it. It sounds like a great place oh, to go. So, thank you so much for being our guest oh, today. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Oh, thank you. Um, what we'll do is we'll pop Lindsay's links underneath this podcast so you can click straight through to Lindsay's class and book in and enjoy your Saturday at Lindsay's class. I might even make a visit myself. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode of My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. If you want to find local businesses, pregnancy to preschool businesses in your local area, visit www.mybumptobaby.com. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.